where we broadcast our pirate signal and hack into the matrix. Escapingthecave.com, also on the ChristopherMedia.net network. Thank you, com- comrade. Lock, I got him. No. <laughs> Howdy, Townzilla Files. Welcome to another episode of Escaping the Cave, the Townzilla X-Pod. ChristopherMedia.net? Maybe? <laughs> Fuck Twitter, it's dead. I've killed it. <laughs> it's the best thing. It felt so good. I deactivated my Twitter account yesterday. Recording this on the October the 9th, early morning of October the 9th. You can put on my Twitter account's tombstone. Hanged. In the public square on October 8th of 2019. Oh, that felt good. The little things in life. The little things that get you through. That was one of them. almost deactivated my Facebook account today. Actually, I did for a little while. (sighs) These are interesting times in which we live. I don't need to tell you that, I assume. You know, back around the time of the El Paso shootings, the El Paso shooting and the one in Dayton, I noticed that when I was watching the news, my mood went to shit. I was pissed off at everything. I noticed this in a lot of people, too. Not just me. It was not just me. A lot of people were just like, It happened again last week. I decided... Somehow, well, you know, you can't decide. You don't decide these things these days. You have to watch the news. You have to be involved in one way or another. The, the information seeps in somehow. It doesn't matter what you do. It's going to happen. It's going to seep into your, your device. It's going to seep into your computer, your social media. Somehow, some way, you're going to know what's happening with the Ukraine scandal or what's happening with Joe Biden. Yeah, there's another scandal out there, liberals. Believe it or not. I know. I, talk, I talked about this in the last episode. I know you don't think it's a, it's a scandal. I know you think it's just a conspiracy theory, and maybe it is. You know what? Half the other, had their other half of the country doesn't agree with you. They think it's just as real as the other one, and therefore, you know what? By default, it is. Anyway, no matter what you do, you can't get away from that. Can you? Have you tried? I'd like to know how many of you have actually tried to avoid being immersed in this stuff. Over the course of the last, I don't know, 10 days, however long, when your president is on the verge of being impeached, right or wrong, doesn't matter. As an American citizen, can you sit there and, I don't know, ethically and not pay attention to what's going on? Now, we've been through this. I went through this with Bill Clinton. I'm old enough to remember that. I'm actually old enough to remember hearing Watergate. Every time my grandfather would turn the television on, I heard the word Watergate, and I was so sick and fucking tired. And I was thinking this at a very young age. I was thinking to myself, self, because that's what I call myself, self. I said, self, I am so sick and fucking tired of the word Watergate. I wish they would just shut the fuck up about Watergate. I remember these things. (laughs) I've been through this a few times, but, you know, I'm not a little kid anymore. And so... When your president's on the verge of being impeached, 
you probably should pay a little bit of attention to it, right? So I tried. Not like I could not find out about it anyway. And as soon as I did, as soon as I turned on the cable news networks, oh my God, there's something that psychologically happened to me last week, 10 days, I don't know. That it's, it's the same thing that hit me when the uh, shootings happened a couple of months ago. I talked about it on here. There are a lot of people that were feeling the same way. I noticed it. I know I've talked to a couple of people directly who said the same thing. That as soon as you start paying attention to this shit, as soon as you, I don't know, try to engage the current events machine, something happens. You become depressed, you become agitated, which I think is a really good word in context, especially in the context of the stuff that I have talked about over the last couple of months, particularly at the end of August, <laughs> which I intended to get back to, God damn it. Anyway, <sighs> you become agitated, frustrated, anxiety-filled maybe. Pick your own word. Define it however you choose to, if you know what I'm talking about. And I think a lot of you do. But as soon as you get immersed in that, as soon as you start paying attention to it, something psychologically happens. And the only way to resolve that is to unplug and completely detach from this informational and propaganda torrent that is attached electronically to every device we own. Unless you're maybe listening to Top 40 Radio. But then you got to deal with the commercials. I think there's something to that. All of this is attached, I think, and related to how often we're advertised to as well. Being sold something. Being sold an ideology, a spin, a propaganda stream, a propaganda narrative. I think this ties into being sold a product. Incessantly being sold products whenever we turn on one of these devices. Have you ever, I've talked about this. I, I'm sure you haven't because you'd be insane. You'd be in Bellevue by now. You wouldn't be hearing me. I don't think they give you uh, your phones in Bellevue. If they do, hi there. But if you paid attention to how often each and every single day you are advertised to somehow, in some way, in some fashion, it would drive you nuts. I think that that has a psychological effect on people. I think it does me. Now, I pay attention to this stuff a lot more than most people, so maybe I'm affected a little bit more because of that. Granted. But I think if you combine the, the advertising and you combine the propaganda streams, the, the tug of war for your mind and your vote, I think this has a legitimate psychological effect on people. It's everywhere, man. You log on to your... One of the biggest reasons that I got rid or thought about getting rid of Facebook this week was every time I log on to that piece of shit, whenever I log on it, I, I, I start scrolling through my own shit to try to see what people are up to or what they're saying, maybe engage in a conversation with Matt or, or whoever else. There's these advertisements there. I was getting political, fucking political ads in a Facebook news feed. Tulsi Gabbard was trying to get me to contribute to her fucking campaign not too long ago. What's her fuck before uh, well, the, the Franken chick? Whatever the fuck. That's a good name for her, Franken chick. Before she dropped out. It was incessant, man. Every single day, every time I logged onto that piece of shit, there was, what's her fuck? Kirsten Gillibrand. 
begging me for money. I didn't follow her. I don't like her. I have no fucking interest in her whatsoever. But there was her ugly, annoying face. Give me money. I need money. I'm not going to be able to get into the debate. I don't give two fucks if you get into that debate or not, Miss 3%. But yet here it is. And it's not considered spam, technically. To me, this is there's no difference between seeing that in the Facebook feed and seeing it in, in my junk box in my email. But it's not considered spam because, oh, well, she's paid Facebook for it to dump this. Dump this piece of advertising and marketing shit into everybody's lap. Just like when you open your email. There it is. You didn't ask for this shit. You have no interest in this shit, but because somebody decided to pay Facebook, here you go. That was one of the main reasons that I have, uh, it's been eating on me for a long time. And I just, I got to the point after everything last week, I've also quit smoking. (laughs) Oh yes, I picked a great time to get rid of cigarettes, didn't I? Sort of. I'm still vaping. But yeah, so I've had this little added... Yeah, it's been a really weird week. I intended to do a couple more uh, episodes last week after I did uh, my last one. I, and I'm gonna, I, I keep doing this to myself. I keep making this stupid mistake. I make two of them. First, I tell you what I'm going to do in the episode, and then never do it. I'm not going to do that today. This one's going to be a little fucked up. Let's put it that way. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, well, we're back into a routine. Look for these things on a regular basis. <laughs> and then... Uh, Look, I do these when I do them. It's always been that way. I go in spurts, you know. August was a big spurt. I spurted all over you in August. (laughs) I'm in a little bit of a dry spell. Needed some Vagisil this week. That's how dry I've been. But eventually, I hope to get back to this. The material that I've been talking about doing. And I, you know, I don't know which direction to go. See... With the propaganda book, I'm not even close to being done with that. If you go back through my episode list, if you're new, hi, new people. By the way, I meant to uh, say hello to all you new people around the world. The podcast is growing exponentially in different countries, either that or somebody's attached to like one of those ISP hider things and is jacking with me. I'll assume you're not, and I'll just assume <laughs> that I'm going global. Hi there. Anyway, Ooh, what the hell was that? Was that my stomach? Anyway, I intend to go <laughs> in a certain direction with this book. As I got back to it, I figured that I'd take, I took a couple of weeks off in September. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do a few episodes, just sort of tie some things up. I'm going to jump back into this book because the need for propaganda is a really fascinating and troubling part of that book. The psychological need that we have to have a narrative put forth so we at least think we understand the world. This is how propaganda and religion walk with their hands on each other's butts, or worse. There's an entire elaborate section in this book that gets into that. People don't realize, I'm immune to propaganda, I don't need propaganda. Oh, shut the fuck up, all these stupid people, you need to just... No, that's not the case. I've talked a lot about agitation propaganda. I'm well-versed in agitation propaganda. 99% of the population doesn't know that agitation propaganda is a thing. It's a technique, a means to an end, a revolutionary, insurgency-sort-of-based 
psychological warfare designed to destabilize a group or a nation. I understand this better than most people. If you go back and listen to my, some of my recent episodes, <laughs> I'm agitated. It's working on me. It has been for a long time. One of my stupider acts of masochism this week. I went back and read a bunch of my old Facebook posts from like 2012. Oh my God. Who was Mr. Agitated back then? I've been agitated. I've been subjected and uh, susceptible to this agitation shit for a really long time. And it still is hitting me. It hit me today. I understand this more than most people. And it really bothers me that there's some dipshit sitting on the other end of this. These little headphones on his earbuds, probably. Sniffing the smell of his own farts. Either in his car, maybe in his den, in his easy chair. Oh, wait, I got that. I am not susceptible to any of this. I'm smart. It's only these stupid people who are susceptible to this, not me. Fuck you. Yes, you are. Maybe you are a smart guy. Maybe you're one of the really, you know, evolved... Highly intelligent folks who keep up on everything because, you know, you're, you're the current events man who, who reads all of these different news sources and has it all, oh, I, I understand this and I understand this and oh, I have a handle on everything. It makes you more susceptible to the spin because you've had the information pre-implanted into your brain. It's able to be spun easier. I understand it. I understand also that nobody's immune to it, especially myself, clearly, is the only way to immunize yourself from it is to fucking detach, is to shut yourself off from it. So what I wanted to do initially, take a few days off, take a couple of weeks off, even do a few episodes, tie some things up and get back into the psychological need for this. How we all have a psychological desire Almost a necessity, probably an evolutionary trait that we've developed to make the mythology appealing to us to explain the world so we can get on with our fucking lives and not sit here and try to, you know, figure everything out. This can be exploited. Eureka! And along comes mass media. Sort of push us and and, and shove us into these groups. These disconnected, disembodied mobs. Ooh, the disembodied mob. Write that down. Disembodied mob. And then when you're a disembodied mob, then you're susceptible. You're susceptible to whatever shit. Whatever shit they want to shove at you that'll put you at the center of the universe, put you in the position of being the social messiah fighting evil. Marching off toward the promised land of utopia or whatever else. The religious mind. I've talked about that too. There's more of that religious mind shit coming, by the way, in this book. A lot more. One of the reasons I wanted to do that that part of the book. That was my original plan. Anyway. Didn't quite work that way. And along comes Ukraine. <laughs> it gets me sucked into that. because I feel like I have to pay attention to it. I decided to get rid of cigarettes about the same time, which turns me into a raging prick. So I decided to take another week off. I did start CBD oil this week. 
Results are mixed. I heard that it would help with like that kind of shit. Calm me down a little bit. <laughs> Just gives me the runs as far as I can tell. But since this whole Ukraine thing, and I've sort of been paying attention to both the uh, CNN side of this and a little bit of the Fox News side of it, there's two completely different universes here. And there's a lot that bothers me about both of these. Especially after doing the material that I've done. It, it's, if you're familiar with the, pro, the propaganda material at all, if you're familiar with Jacques Ellul and this book, if you're familiar with Lippmann, and you're familiar a little bit with Edward Bernays, and you are not taking the sacrament from one of these informational channels, one of these narrative-pushing cable news outlets, you can see it at play constantly from both of these sources. So everything that I've been talking about here, probably since May, everything I've been talking about, man, it's right there. Right there. It's all over Twitter. It's right there. It's all over Facebook. I know it is. Not so much with the people that I've stayed in touch with, but I know it's out there. Boom. It's like, okay, there's that, there's that. Essentially, I saw today when I was I, you know, flipping back and forth between CNN, especially CNN these days. Oh, my God. I mean, Donald Trump is literally to CNN and MSNBC. He almost literally, proper use here, he's almost literally the Antichrist. And if you go flip over to Fox, well, he's the victim. And there's this other investigation going on that I didn't hear anybody on CNN or MSNBC mention. The Trump administration is starting to investigate the investigators. Maybe listen to Hannity or Tucker Carlson. Oh, my God. That's... that's Gaining traction. Ooh, going to be the next big thing. Of course, Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. Two completely, completely different universes. Completely different factual realities. Agitating against the other side. Fox has more viewers. I hope you understand this. Than MSNBC and CNN, I think, combined. If you think... Just because your echo chamber is homogenous and everybody be, that you associate with hates Trump, if you're getting the impression that the rest of the country is coming along in lockstep with you, you are sadly mistaken. I got to say the same thing to you folks on, on, the, on the conservative side, the Fox viewers. But you know that. I mean, Fox is at least really good <laughs> about pointing out how... A good portion of the rest of the country is batshit crazy liberal, in their view. And mine, too. <laughs> so the people that watch Fox News understand the division. They understand half of the country, or pretty close to it, is the complete antithesis of what they are. I don't think the people on the left have quite figured that out. I think that based on my time surrounded by these folks... And being immersed in the, you know, anti-Tea Party, anti-Trump faction of liberalism for as long as I was. I think they, they think that they are in a, the, this clear majority. That all they need to do is just get to the election and <laughs> Donald Trump and his ilk is going to be vanquished into purgatory forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. I think that's what they believe, despite losing that election terribly, embarrassingly in 2016. 
You didn't just lose the presidency. Lost the Senate. Didn't have the House either. And then they had their moral victory in 20, what, 2018, a year ago. We got the House of Representatives back. I need to amend something. Said that you didn't really accomplish anything with that. Well, you did. You got your investigative power. You've achieved the ability to define the narrative in 2020 leading up to the election. I have to acknowledge that. There was some value in gaining the House of Representatives. It's nothing real tangible. I mean, you may impeach him. And I probably shouldn't. Hmm. <laughs> I should be careful here. Uh, I've said, I think, on this podcast that it's almost 100% certainty that you're not going to convict in the Senate. And while that's still true, the fact that so many Republicans are so quiet, it is not out of the realm of possibility. I'll say it again. It is not out of the realm of possibility that you can impeach and possibly convict him. It depends on where the public opinion goes. Most people are in favor of the inquiry. However, when it gets to the point of should he be impeached and removed, you don't have the people behind you, Democrats. And these cowardly little shits in the Senate, these Republican cowards who are cowering, cowering the shadows of these I don't know, these drooling, fanged golems of constituents that they have. The constituent mob that I talked about. They are not going to do anything until public opinion is in their favor. So even if you're right, even if he is the Antichrist, even if everything you say about the Ukraine is true, even if it is ethically and morally and constitutionally as reprehensible as you say it is. It could be. I don't know. It could be. Even if it is, though, they're not going to do anything until their constituents sort of give them a hall pass. Say, okay, you, they're not going to stand up for any, anything in front of that mob. And until they do, you have. No capacity to remove him from office. The best you can do, as I said in the other podcast, is you can have this extended infomercial if you decide to impeach. You've got an infomercial in the Senate. You've got a Senate trial. Right? But if you fail and you give him his vindication moment, you give some uh, credibility to these uh, claims that are being made on Fox News every single night, and I know you don't hear them because you don't go over and listen to opposition media. You're going to give credence to this coup narrative that's being put forth by Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and everybody else over on Fox. And a lot of people believe it. I have problems with this myself. I have problems with this anonymous denunciation shit. You call it a whistleblower. I call it a denunciation. An anonymous denunciation. It seems a little fishy. All of a sudden, a second whistleblower? Hmm, well, that's interesting. It seems a little strange. I mean, if this was happening on the other side, I'd be wondering. I don't know. The fact that you're not investigating, not even interested. And Joe and Hunter Biden, I know, it's a conspiracy, right? Every new, every liberal outlet saying the same thing. It's a conspiracy theory. Are you sure? Is it? Is it? Would you be so sure of that if the shoe was on the other Trumpian foot? I mean, if that was Ivanka... Would it be a conspiracy theory then? I don't think so. 
Oh, but he was vice president then, doesn't have anything to do with Well, he wants to be president next year, you see. It does kind of matter, don't you think? <laughs> anyway, if you fail in the impeachment, if you decide to impeach and inevitably, almost inevitably fail, you're going to give him his vindication moment. You're going to put meat on the bone of the soft coup crowd saying that all the Democrats wanted to do was overturn the will of the people. A democratically elected president. You're going to put meat on that bone. I can't sit here and legitimately argue with them. It's been pretty fucking relentless. I know you think you got cause. Russia, Russia, Russia. Collusion, collusion. You didn't get anything. And you go from that to this. Let's just put it this way. I see where they are coming from. And optically, in a few months, six months, however long, when the Senate acquittal comes, you, you vindicated him again. And when it comes time to vote next year, I find it really difficult to believe that we're not going to have another Home Alone moment where you're sitting in front of your television sets again in about 13 months like, <gasps> what is going on? I don't. <laughs> and you'll understand why they don't like us. Why won't they vote? Why are they not voting for us? Oh my God. <laughs> oh, I need another gender. I need another personal pronoun to soothe me. <laughs> Whatever happens, however it's presented, Unless the public comes along, unless the polling comes along, and there is a significant amount of Republican support, there's going to be an acquittal at the first opportunity. I don't know how quickly, I don't know how long that'll take. The longer it takes, probably the better for the Democrats because they've got this built-in infomercial. However, once that acquittal takes place and once that vindication takes place, then you have set up the boomerang Republican narrative running straight to Election Day. You've seen it already, right? Yeah, I assume that most of you who watch TV have seen Trump's campaign commercials over the last week, haven't you? <laughs> He's already started. He's already started to talk about how, oh, the swamp wants to overturn the election and blah, 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 blah. They're campaign ads. I'm Donald Trump and I approve. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. And they've already begun. And once that vindication acquittal takes place in the Senate, that's exactly where this is going to go. And it's going to be effective. So anyway, that's what I think is going to happen. Now, there is a possibility of impeachment. Fine, whatever. You, maybe you were removing from office. That's going to open up a whole new can of worms. Welcome to the Oval Office, President Pence. Ooh, that sounds tasty, doesn't it? Hmm. Other nightmare scenario here. This is really a nightmare scenario. What if Pence is indicted? What if Pence somehow is impeached as well as Trump? And then you get President Pelosi. Oh, goodness. You think Trump Town's going to sit still for that? <laughs> oh, no. And also, one other thing I want to mention is that we're also getting a, a little bit of a glimpse 
a little preview of what's going to happen if you do win the election next year. We're already seeing that. These counter-investigations, these investigations of the investigator. I mean, there is no path forward here that is optimistic, that's positive. None whatsoever. None. So I think the best thing for me to do, if I can, I don't even know that I can pull this off, but I think the best thing that I can do, and the, the one thing that I would suggest that most of us do, is not get attached to this. I've been talking about you know trying to remain as detached as we possibly can from taking a, a psychological side. Like, I want these guys to win. I believe this. These guys are the good guys. These guys are the bad guys. Trying to just stay as, as psychologically neutral as you possibly can and just watch the events play out, if that's even possible anymore. It's, it's, I think it's probably psychologically, I think it's probably easier to take a team, take a side, you know, yeah, turn into a cheerleader because you're not thinking as, as much as you're just ingesting and reacting. It's easier that way. That's probably a lot of the reason that I was, when I was talking earlier about the psychological, I, I don't know, anxiety or whatever, that I'm trying to figure this shit out. I'm trying to take this side of it. I'm trying to take this side of it. I'm trying to synthesize this into something that makes some sense. But I can't because it's all bullshit. This is bullshit and this is bullshit. How am I supposed to craft a snowman out of piles of bullshit? You can't. So, taking that into account, the obvious solution, or I guess the seemingly obvious solution, just detach, right? Turn a TV off, take up crochet, take up hiking or running. Maybe go ride your bike, right? The problem is, you can't really do that either. It isn't an option here. I'm afraid that at some point, each and every one of us are going to have to choose. And like Rush said, If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. I choose to wipe our collective podcast ass of all of this right now. There are enough people out there pontificating, punditing, offering their hot take on this or that. As far as the impeachment goes, nobody knows anything. Nobody has any idea. Any more than you or I do. Best way to approach this, I think, is as I said. Just detach, watch what happens, and adjust. One good way to look at this, though, is through the propaganda lens. That's what I'm going to start doing. Moving forward. Immediately. I'm going to force myself to get back to this in the next episode. This is the shortest podcast I've done in five years. That's why. I want to be done with it. I'm going to pinch off the loaf. I wish I had a flushing of the toilet sound effect here. We'll get back to the the good stuff next time. Thanks for tuning in. EscapingTheCave.com, ChristopherMedia.net for all your podcast needs. Until next time, again, thank you for clicking in, and we'll talk to you then. So long.